New numbers around migration. We're still leaving in record numbers, but it is counterbalanced by those coming in. So for the year to June, net gain of 86,000. Now that's big. Uh, that's made up of 121,600 non-New Zealand citizens arriving, 34,800 uh, 34, of us leaving. Massey University sociologist, immigration specialist Paul Spoonley back with us. Paul, morning to you. Good morning, Mike. On the month-by-month trend, so April 8,000, May 7,000, July 5,000, are we running out of puff? Is that the way the year is going to pan out, do you think, or we just don't know yet? No, no. Um, if, you, if you look at our annual um, pattern, what tends to happen is we get the large arrivals early in the year. So if you look back to February, March this year, mm-hmm. they were running at sort of twelve to 15,000. And then midwinter, we tend to go down a wee bit, and then we tend to come up again as we enter. Uh, so you're saying again. that's not just because I was going to argue that that 13 at the beginning of the year, that was the borders are open, everyone goes, fuel, let's get in there. It was the mad rush. So you're saying it's seasonal. It is seasonal, but you're right as well, Mike. Um, I think there was pent up energy, and I think you see it in both those coming and those going. I mean, we've never had, ever had 121,000 net arrivals from non-New Zealand citizens. That's just extraordinary. Right. So the people leaving, does it matter, as long as more people are arriving than leaving, if you want net gain, does it matter who's arriving and who's leaving or not? I, well, I think it does, because we're losing the youngest and brightest of the New Zealanders. So there's a net loss of 34,000. That's high. It's not as high as it was in 2012 when it reached 42,000, but it's still too high for me. But you're right. What we do is essentially um, what is called brain exchange. So we we lose those bright young New Zealanders, typically in their early 20s, but we get immigrants also in their early 20s and early 30s who are typically very highly skilled. Okay. Why are we leaving? But we're leaving for the same reason they rushed in at the start, the borders open and we want to get out in the world, or we're leaving because we think the country sucks and we can't wait to get out? (laughs) I think it's a mixture of all of those. And and you've got to bear in mind that, you know, people didn't move during COVID. In fact, we had a net gain, which is very unusual. Net gain of New Zealand is a big part, uh, which is very unusual. But I think, look, all the Australian states are recruiting in New Zealand and they're offering very, very significant financial packages to move to Australia. Um, I I think it's part of our traditional pattern, uh, but it's also part of that pent-up energy. People are going on their OE again, Mm. um, but also we're not that competitive when we look at salary packages no, and we are not. packages. Do you have a net gain number that when this shakes down that you're comfortable with? You know, is it 50, 70, 80, what? Um, t- typically, Australia, Canada, New Zealand have aimed for 1% of their population. So that would be a net gain of between fifty and 55,000 right. for New Zealand. But, Mike, I, that's a sort of... What you really need to do is say, what do we actually need in terms of skills and terms of population? And I think we we need to work backwards from that and say, these are the numbers that we need in this skills category, in this part of the country, and for these reasons. Yeah, be smart about it. In other words, Paul, always a pleasure. Paul Spoonley, Massey University sociologist, immigration specialist. He's good stuff. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.